Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 18. I guess that makes my podcast officially an adult. I help people, especially women in midlife, overcome feelings of isolation from grief or loss or inadequacy by elevating what I call their spiritual and emotional DNA. I looked back over my life, and one of the common threads I have is nothing can knock me down and keep me down. I might get knocked down, but I get back up. the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believer, and welcome to an amazing number 18, gosh, number 18 of Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and it's me, DJ Scoob, (laughs) coming at you at whatever device you happen to be listening on. Well, first, I'd like to take a quick opportunity and just say thank you. Thank you very much for listening to my show and uh, supporting me up to this point, and I really enjoy talking to all these people and making sure that you actually learn something from what we're doing here. So today we're actually talking to a young lady named Melissa Ebkid. Now, Melissa is actually a preacher and a coach. We talk a lot about mindset. We talk about getting coaches put together so you have a direction of where to go. And we talk about something called her DNA. And that's something you really want to make sure you listen really good at because it's really important. So without further ado, we're going to talk to Melissa Ebkin. Take a listen.
Salutations, good believers, and we are here again with another amazing entrepreneur. Today, we're here with Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so, so much for being on, on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you. It's really a pleasure to be here. I cannot huh. wait to dive in. All right. That's amazing. So I have one kind of serious question to ask you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Are you a scoop believer? I absolutely 100% am a scoop believer. Woohoo. All right. Yeah. We have our next scoop believer, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Melissa. All right. So what uh, we're going to do here is just have you explain a little bit about how long you've been doing entrepreneur adventure, what your entrepreneur adventure is, and a little bit about yourself. Excellent. Do I dive right in or are you going to give me a question? No, I'm going to dive right in. Just kind of explain a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, great. My name's Melissa Ebkin. I think we covered that already. Right. <laughs> I'm a pastor, actually, in central Illinois, and I serve two rural congregations. And by rural, I mean together, their combined population is less than 2,000 people. I've been here for more than 20 years now. I can give you two versions of the story. One, I hope your podcast will allow me to talk for about 23 hours because I have a lot of a lot of stories and a lot of hope and a lot of examples to share with you. But I will try to edit myself a little bit. But, you know, I am a preacher, so. <laughs> if we could squish it down to, I don't know, maybe like 30 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. Just, you know, don't do the 23-hour <laughs> version. But if you could just, you know. I understand. <laughs> your pastor, I mean, what is your actual entrepreneur adventure? What is that about? I mean, how does that work? Well, I'm glad you asked. I never imagined I was going to be an entrepreneur. And honestly, I kind of struggled with it a little bit. But when the pandemic came, I, as I would imagine so many other people, had an opportunity to reflect on things. And when I looked over the last 20 plus years of my life in ministry, I thought, okay, I do a good job of exposing people to the divine. And I'm not going to name the divine for you. I like people to have the freedom and the room to name that for themselves. So I will refer to divine as either divine or source or light. Just a little caveat there. I think I do a really good job of revealing that to people and giving them the space to interact with that. And I think I do a really good job of uh, giving context to sacred texts to allow people entry into that. But what I came up against was, I don't know if I've been doing a good job of giving people the tools they need to build up themselves emotionally and spiritually. And honestly, that is where transformation happens. And I can throw you all kinds of statistics. If you're a statistics kind of guy that show how that process takes place. But if so, we'll get into that. But really, that was the seed that began this whole adventure for me. And I found a coach. I highly recommend anyone have a coach that's going to take on a new adventure in life. And together, we kind of went through this process of what I wanted to do, what my vision was. and. He had the tools that I didn't have in order to get this thing going. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, coaches are really important, especially when you're just getting started. That way they can kind of give you a direction where to go, give you some bite-sized goals to hit. And then when you know when you hit them, you can go back and say, okay, I want more. 
give me more. I want to keep this going. So yeah, fantastic. That's good. That's good stuff. So how did we turn that into a business? I mean, what is the business side of it? Well, what I really want to share with people and what I do, honestly, as a business side of pastoring for me is I help people, especially women in midlife, overcome feelings of isolation from grief or loss or inadequacy by elevating what I call their spiritual and emotional DNA. I looked back over my life and one of the common threads I have is nothing can knock me down and keep me down. I might get knocked down, but I get back up. And I spent some time thinking about the process that I use to to do that. And I was able to distill that into concrete, actionable steps. And I thought, how many people would benefit from going through this process? Fantastic. It's amazing. So it's a a spiritual coaching is what you do. That and so much more. Okay. (laughs) My life changed dramatically when I was introduced to family systems. Family systems is an area of psychology that um, it's a whole worldview of how you view yourself and your emotions and the emotions of others and how you regulate that within yourself. So learning those principles for myself and incorporating them into my life changed me as a woman, as a pastor a daughter, a wife, a mother, you name it, in all aspects of my life. And what I found is I was capable of so much more when I grew myself and I grew my life. And being able to share this with others and help them incorporate that into their lives, what's possible for us as a community? What's possible for us as a society if we are in a place where we can start asking bigger questions? Exactly. Exactly. That's fantastic. Good for you. That's amazing. I was going to ask you what made you want to start your business, but I think you kind of answered that already, you know, being a pastor and all and and finding out these new things uh, from for yourself and through your coach. That's good stuff. Thanks. And then, you know, if I can, um, one of the ways that this has been tangible in our community is we've been able to then look at the needs in our community through a different lens. For instance, we are geographically, I don't want to say in a desert, but sort of, we're 30 miles away from a town that has groceries and services and employment opportunities. For a lot of folks, being able to have access to that on a regular basis, on a daily basis, to withhold a job or to have access to these services, that's a big leap for a variety of reasons. So how do we help these folks? And by asking bigger questions of ourselves, we moved from just patching a problem to creating opportunities for people. And we developed a virtual assistant training academy to help those in this area to be self-sufficient. So that's just one example of how going through this process has has benefited us collectively as a town and as a community. All right. That's awesome. I love that. And I love that you're really into the community. Community is really important when it comes to any kind of, especially when you have a small community like you have, I mean, only 3000 people, that's just a blip on the radar, but being able to take those 3000 people and come together as a community to be able to accomplish what you guys are accomplishing. That's a, that's fantastic. So I'm, I'm going to transition to a different question here. Now, um, I know you're just getting started here, and but I know everybody kind of experiences pitfalls and problems as they get started in their entrepreneur adventure. Uh, what are some of the problems that you've had getting started? I can identify two. 
one, and they're both mindset related. One was around the mindset of how can I monetize what I do? I'm a pastor and aren't pastors supposed to be broke and not entrepreneurs? And, you know, I have a lot of experience and I have a lot of wisdom and I have a lot of skill in doing what I do. Why wouldn't I get paid for that and reimbursed for that? And conversely, when people invest in something, they tend to follow through with it. So that was a big hurdle. The second one was around mindset. You know, I was a biologist back in the day. I was a helicopter mechanic with the National Guard. And then I was called into ministry and I was a pastor. Never was I an entrepreneur. So shifting that mindset was huge for me and still is. It is possible to serve and sell at the same time. And that's something that I always hear a lot of, uh, especially when I talk about uh, Pat Flynn, who says that has T-shirts of that, all kinds of things. It's what he says, you could serve and sell at the same time and still provide a really meaningful uh, place for people to, to do what you do. So that's fantastic. I'm glad you're doing that. Don't And don't be afraid of that mindset thing. It, eventually, once you, especially when you get a coach, they're able to help you with that mindset, get over the point that. You do something that's amazing. You should be able to get paid for it, for your services and for your um, for your abilities. So it sounds like you've done a lot of things besides ministry. I mean, the helicopter flying thing, and oh my goodness, I have a. Well, I didn't fly them. I repaired oh. them. Oh, okay. Well, that's good too. That's a, that's. I can't even change <laughs> oil in my car. So you got me beat by a mile. So. You know, honestly, I don't know if I could change the oil of my car, but I could on a Huey helicopter. <laughs> Okay, so if anybody needs an oil change on their helicopter, you give us a call. Okay. Call me. Yes. All right. So uh, I know you said you have a coach. Uh, do you have any other uh, major influences or anybody that you look up to to kind of inspire you to keep moving forward? Yeah, there are a lot of people doing a lot of great work out there. Brene Brown might be a name that people are familiar with. She does some fantastic work in the area, especially around shame and how that impacts our lives and how we can kick that to the curb. A gin hat maker is another mentor I have, Reed Drummond. These women who have um, embraced who they are and what they do and how it can impact other folks. I love having them as mentors out there. And on a personal level, having a coach has changed everything for me. And the colleagues that I have, they're fantastic. Oh, great. That's awesome. I hear that uh, you're the average of the five people that you hang around with most. So it sounds like you got a good kind of good group that you hang around with to keep you moving forward and some great virtual mentors and some real mentors to kind of keep that mindset going the way you need it to go so you can succeed in what you're doing. Yeah, I do. I um, The town I serve, the two towns that I serve, they are, they are my heroes. You know, we watch movies today and heroes are defined largely as those in the Marvel universe that have some kind of superpowers that are beyond what the rest of us have. But I would define heroes as these people who live next door to me and just down the road from me that have been faced with impossible circumstances that have knocked them down, but they find the strength and the hope and the will to pick themselves up and to keep moving forward and to inspire others. That's great. And you know, superpowers you don't have to have laser eyeballs or to be able to uh being able to fly to have a superpower everybody has their own specific superpower some people it's just the way they speak some people it's the way they interact with other people 
everybody has a special superpower they can take advantage of to help them along in their lives. So, and it sounds like you found yours. Thank you. I think I have. I love <laughs> encouraging other folks. And, you know, I've had so many times in my life when I've been knocked down or have been told you can't do this or you're not enough or you don't have what it takes to accomplish this. And it has really spurred me into action to overcome that. And, you know, I have a process now that I use that to help me get through that and to be able to share that with others is really a gift and a blessing. So that process you have, is that something you can explain in a couple minutes or is this something that, that, uh, that kind of takes a while? Well, I can do both, but I will be brief. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) I call it elevate your DNA and DNA stands for decide name and now what? So whenever you're faced with anything that seems too big, you get the first step is to decide. You got to make that choice, that internal intentional choice that this will not stop me. And then name it, name all of the areas in your life that it's affecting, shine a bright light on it and name every square nanometer that it is affecting in your life because what you acknowledge, you can change. And then have some fun. Ask yourself, and now what? What's possible for me now? And what can I do with this? And who can I be? And what can I do? So that's the process that I have found helpful for me that I share with others. All right. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate that. Hopefully that'll spur some people to get look into the DNA process and uh, see what we could do to change lives. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, my next question really is, I know you're just getting started and you I know it's just a small community, but when, when do you think you've made it? When do you think you could get to that point? It was, oh, this is exactly where I wanted to be at this time. Can you explain that to me? Yeah, I've given this some thought, actually. Um, I will know I've made it when I have a total stranger sign up for what I can provide. Because when that happens, then I know that I have got my message concise, I've got my branding in place, and all of those systems and structures business-wise that put me in a position to reach folks. So when that happens, then the rest is just me showing up and fulfilling on what I can do. All right. That's cool. That's pretty similar to mine too. My made up moment is when I could just kind of be walking around and say, Hey, aren't you DJ Scoob? And I'd be like, yeah, thank you very much for, for putting on that podcast with Melissa. And I'm listening to the DNA change my life or, you know, something along those lines, just somebody come up and say, Hey, thank you very much for what you do and what you've done for me. That's when I know I've made it. So it's very similar to yours, actually, it sounds like. For sure. And, (laughs) you know, people that haven't listened to your podcast before, they are certainly missing out. You've had some phenomenal people on your show that are doing amazing things. So if you haven't been a scuba lever, what are you waiting for? Jump on board. I appreciate that, Melissa. Thank you so much. I didn't pay her to say that anybody, just so you know. Okay. Let's say, for example, if you met someone that wants to do the same uh, adventure that you're on right now, uh, what advice would you give them? What, what would you tell them to do? What kind of steps would you have them take? Get a coach. Get a coach. Get a coach. You need to have someone outside of yourself that can see what you can't see, that can hold up um, goals in front of you, that can inspire you, that can challenge you, that can hold you accountable for the dream that you have inside of you becoming a tangible reality. All right. 
once again, coaches, ladies and gentlemen, that seems like to be the theme today is, is get a coach to kind of point you in that direction. That's awesome. Thank you. And if you don't like the word coach, get an accountability partner, get someone, a mentor that has done the work that you want to do. Someone who can, who's a few steps ahead of you that can help you navigate your process. Exactly. There's many, many different types of names for those type of people, but they all basically come down to the same thing. They're there to help you and help you achieve what you want to achieve. And uh, I try to do the same thing too, especially when it comes to entrepreneurs too. I, I want them to know that they can come to me with questions or anything like that. I mean, I don't know about being a, like a full-fledged mentor or anything like that, but I really enjoy helping other people all the time, as much as I can with whatever knowledge that I got. And then if I can't answer that question, I'll help them find someone who can. And I think that's really what it boils out down to for people like us that want to help other people. Yeah, there's so much joy from making a connection. Oh, yeah. Once you make that connection, it's like you're a part of the part of the team, basically. <laughs> You know, Team yeah. Melissa or Team Scooby or however you want to do it. You know, it's it, once you make that connection with somebody, it, it's great to see them succeed. And when they succeed, you feel like you've succeeded yourself because you were actually able to help them out in that in that thing that they were trying to accomplish. So, yeah, you know, the Olympics just wrapped up the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics were just not too long ago. And one of the things I love to watch were the coaches of the athletes that succeeded, just how the coaches lost their minds with joy when their athletes crossed all of those barriers and it succeeded in what they were out for. And that's what it's all about, that joy of, yes, I helped someone. That's so amazing to me. I was watching gymnastics just last night, and it was amazing to see the coaches looked like they got more excited than the actual participants. Sometimes they were jumping up and down, shaking their fists. Yes. And I mean, she was like happy, but he was like, you know, his hat fell off. And <laughs> so, yes. And if you need somebody in your life that will be that for you, call me. I will be your biggest cheerleader and your biggest encourager. You should have that in your life. I think we all need some somebody that does that. It could be your mom. I mean, it could be anybody. <laughs> I like asking this question and I did steal this one from another, uh, another podcast. So sorry, everybody. Um, I'm not going to turn you in. Oh, good. Or I was, I've always worried about that when I use this question. Um, what is the one question you wish, wish I would have asked you, but I didn't. I mean, we always kind of miss that one question. It's like, Oh, I wish he would have asked me that question. So I could have answered it. So what is that question for you, Melissa? I would say what is unique about my experience? Ooh, that's and a good one. Yeah, I mean, how many people you know? Do you know that uh, were a lab rat? But I was—I'm a trained molecular biologist. That's what I went to college for. That's what my career was, and I was very happy doing that. And if you want to hear the about the story that took me away from there, you can connect with me outside of this show because that is a long story. But I was a trained molecular biologist. And at the age of 17, when I was a junior in high school, I signed up for the Illinois Army National Guard. And I figured if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do something I would never have an opportunity to do otherwise. Thus, I became a helicopter mechanic. I was the first helicopter mechanic that was a woman in the Illinois Army National Guard. This was in 1988. Don't do the math. <laughs> so, you know, those experiences have given me a unique perspective on life. 
just simply being a biologist and talking about that source of light and life and love is powerful. I have a unique view of it. And the barriers I had to cross as a woman in this field of being a helicopter mechanic, I got to tell you, when I went into training, there was one other woman in that whole deal. And this was back in the late 80s. So, yeah, I had some Me Too experiences back then. But all of these things give me a unique perspective to meet people where they are, especially when they're doing something that they don't know that they can overcome, especially when it seems way too big. All right. That's awesome. I have a, an aunt who taught guys how to jump out of airplanes when she was in the Army. And she was the, she was the only woman that in, the, in her field there that would actually teach other guys how to jump out of airplanes. So, hi, Aunt Elizabeth. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I see that same thing in you, even though you're the only woman in that particular area, you, you really took it uh, upon yourself and worked, still worked hard to do what you wanted to accomplish. And you carry that over into your entrepreneur adventure and what you're doing now. So it's, it's so nice to be able to kind of link those things into what you're doing now. You know, when you're talking about uh, when you're a molecular, what was it? Molecular. We're going to keep that in. This is real, ladies and gentlemen. A molecular biologist and taking, uh, you know, learning about life, and then a helicopter. Uh, it, you know, these experiences that have that led you up to being where you are today, and that's amazing to be able to be able to do that and and be able to say that. So, you know, I get a lot of people that say, "How could you be a biologist and lead people?" in faith. Don't they contradict? And I have never seen the contradiction. I, You know, the example I use with a lot of folks uh, in our community around middle school, when kids hit the, the classes that start talking about evolution, they will come to me and say, what do I do with this? And we, the example I use, we had a chemical plant that exploded in our village years ago. And those who were too young or weren't born yet, still, that's part of our lore and part of our myth. Everybody knows about that experience. So I will invite them to ponder this question that on the night that that exploded, if there was a physicist and a poet that both witnessed that event and they both wrote about it, would they write the same thing? Of course not. Would one's writings make the other one wrong? Of course not. They're asking different questions. They're seeking different things. So, no, science and faith aren't contradictory to me. They are two parts of a big question. And helping people to integrate that into their life is also a powerful experience. Yeah, you get the different perspectives of the different types of people, and you use both perspectives to make a final decision for yourself. It's what it sounds like. Does that kind of sum it up? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All right, so I have another question for you here. Now, we all have goals for ourselves. So what I'd like to know is, in six months, where do you see yourself? Do you have any goals that you set for yourself for the next six months? I do. In six months, if you check back with me, I should have 10 brand new to me people I did not know before clients that are engaged in my process. That's awesome. Yeah, 10 organically found clients. Fantastic. Anything else? Or is that pretty much it at this point? That is the measurable, tangible goal. Okay. 
Now, if, if you actually t- found those 10 clients in the six months, what would that mean to you? That would mean that, uh, wow, that's an incredible question. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> that would give me encouragement that people really want to grow in to the a bigger version of themselves, that people really are ready to lean into those difficult experiences and spaces in their lives and to overcome them. And it would give me so much hope that people are willing to grow themselves. Maybe they're willing to grow their communities. Maybe we can have bigger conversations. Maybe we can make this world a little better. All right. Good answer. Applause, applause. That's good. That's good stuff. All right. So what I'm going to do is um, what I'd like to do with you, Melissa, is in the next six months, I'm going to, I am going to follow up with you. And we're going to see if, if you've reached those 10 clients and, or more, more is always good. You know, sure. Is that okay with you? That would be fantastic. I would look forward to that. And I'm glad to have that accountability on my calendar. That's yeah. That's why I like doing this to make sure I help you. You know, I want to help you as much as you want to help all these other people. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. We help each other, hold each other accountable and help each other grow. So we're going to get back with you in six months. And we're going to see if you've achieved those goals or better. Okay. That sounds great. All right. So at this, at this point, I'm going to let you go ahead and kind of talk about yourself and your business. This is your time to shine here, Melissa. So tell us about your business and how to get you hold, get a hold of you. Okay. Ready, set, go. Awesome. There are two doors into my ecosphere, if you will. Uh, one, if you have a faith background and you want the faith language included in either your growth process, light life and love ministries.com is where you want to go light life and love now if you want to go through this process and you're not necessarily a person of faith and don't want that as part of the process then there's a door for you too it's called pursuing uncomfortable that's actually the name of my podcast and i have a website set up and you can access the same resources it's the same process but we go about it just slightly different ways. So pursuinguncomfortable.com or lightlifeandloveministries.com. You can find out more and you can get a hold of me there. And these are still being built. The plane is launching and we're building it as we go. So reach out and I would love to talk to you personally through email or even through voice on the phone. You're welcome to call me and we can set up a, a process that works well for you. If you struggle with prayer, I've written a book. If you think prayer is just something you got to sit down and bow your head to do, then I have some shocking and amazing life-giving news for you. And the book is called Teach Us to Pray. It's on the Life and Love Ministries website. So reach out. I would love to hear stories that of your success. I love those. Those really fuel me and give me energy for the next stage that I've got to break through. But I want to help you grow yourself to grow your life. So let's elevate your DNA, your spiritual and emotional DNA, and you can lean into and overcome whatever life brings your way. All right. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you very much. And all those uh, websites and all that will be on the show notes. So it'll be really easy to access and get those to you if you decide to uh, to do that. Melissa, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. Okay. Thank you for inviting me. This has been fun. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Stay tuned for the wrap up at the end here. And uh, thank you so much. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Melissa Epkin. Boy, I really enjoyed talking to her, and she had some great, great information about coaches, really adamant about coaches and being able to take the experiences these people have had and incorporate it into yourself. And I was really amazed about her definition of what she calls DNA. It just amazed and fascinated me. I'm really looking forward to following up with her in six months and seeing if she's reached her goals. And speaking of goals, let's talk about what I got going on here for my goals. So I went to the Chamber of Commerce meeting that I was talking about in my last episode, and that actually went really, really well. Talked to a lot of great entrepreneurs and uh, made a couple connections I'm hoping will work out really well. They know who I am now and talked to them a little bit about my speaking engagement with Chris Brogan. They seemed a little bit interested, and they asked me to email them some information about who he is, what he does, and uh, hopefully we can get together on that. They also invited me back for a couple more of their meetings, so I'm really glad that they want to have me back. A couple other things I'd like to mention, too, is I actually am working on a, I want to call course, maybe, or maybe just a tool that we can use to help build out and start small businesses, get ideas out into the world. It's called the puzzle method. I think I might have mentioned it once or twice before. I'm building it out right now. It's almost done, actually, and I'm really looking forward to presenting it to the world to see if anybody likes it. Uh, If you want to follow me in the building of the puzzle method, you can see pictures and some videos that I put on my Instagram, which is UEPodcast2021. Join me there. Follow me there if you'd like to kind of see how that's going to build out, and I'm really excited about having it. So, As promised in my last episode, I am going to start speaking Spanish. So uh, after the outro, I'm going to actually have a minute or two of me learning Spanish. So uh, if you want to hang in there for that and just kind of listen and listen to me bumble my way through that to see how that's going to work, I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. So stay tuned for that. All right, school believers, thank you for another amazing episode. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again in two weeks. Take care. I love you all. (laughs) Bye-bye. there dj scoob here and i just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program i really hope you learned something tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur and remember i can i am i will and i'm doing it today el hombre hombre, the man okay el niño el niño the boy. El hombre. El hombre. A man. Oops. The man. La niña. La niña. The girl. Okay. El niño. A boy. Oh, the boy. Okay. La mujer. La mujer. The woman. Okay. La mujer. La mujer. The woman. All right. Una niña. Una niña. Una, uh, a girl. Okay. Una niña, una mujer. Mujer. Okay. Got it.
Yo soy una mujer. Yo soy una mujer. I am a woman. Ah. Yo soy un hombre. Yo soy un hombre. I am a man. Un hombre. Un hombre. Let's see. Un hombre. Un hombre. La niña. La niña. A girl. No, the girl. Okay. Girl equals niña. Niña. Woman equals mujer. Mujer. I equals yo. Yo. Boy is niño. Niño. I am is soy. Okay, got it. El niño, la niña. El niño, la niña. The girl. No, the boy, the girl. Okay. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.